We finally made it through all the rock operas for the past two months, and now that it's the 1st of August, we're playing catch-up with our Batman backlog. And we're focusing on firsts this month, so for the first episode, here's the second first live-action Batman movie. Batman 1989. How Star Wars is it? Hi! Hi! Welcome to the show, everybody, and if this is your first time listening, we are sorry to see you go. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry that we were too confusing in the cold open. Yeah. And too, you know what we are, Mike? We're basically, we're not approachable enough. You know what I mean? Um, because we've been doing this show for four years. Yeah, I, you know, it's so funny. I was thinking about this recently, like when we do our game we play whenever we cover an album, Smash or Pass. Yeah. When we jump into it after our commercial break, we're like, all right, time for Smash or Pass. And then we, <laughs> we don't explain what we're doing. We don't explain who we are, what the show is. No, we don't. But welcome to the podcast, How Star Wars Is It? <laughs> we are basically podcast royalty, and we're sitting up on our high horses. <laughs> yeah. And we are unapproachable yeah. by the common man. That's right. And... The common man is who's listening to this show. This should be a show for the common person. Right. For the proletariat. Populism! Yeah, yeah! yeah. Anyway, this is how Star Wars is it, and it's uh, one of like four podcasts, and... <laughs> we rate and review things comparing them to Star Wars. That's what we do. Yeah. And This will be we, our ad. We said... Um, I think in March of this year, we were like, hey, let's end every month with a Batman movie. And we yeah. made it like maybe two months before we got stuck in the weeds covering rock operas for two whole months. So yeah, we got we've really missed into rock two operas. Batman movies, and then this month would end with one too. So we just said, let's just make August be Batman month. <laughs> yes, and no, that's um, what we're doing. So yeah, we're covering so we're doing. all Batman this month, um, and. We're starting it off with what started off the modern era of Batman, perhaps even superhero movies. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Burton's Batman. Is this what we have to blame for superhero movies? Um, You know your thing you do of like 9-11 caused Twilight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah, that yeah. logic, yes, I think so. Okay. So this caused Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that's even more important. Yeah, is- right. Who's the girl in those movies? What's her name? Uh, Dakota Johnson. Isn't she someone's daughter? Yes, she's Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith's daughter, and Melanie Griffith is Tippi Hedren's daughter. <laughs> oh, yes, we did because we did the... Yeah, during the our Hitchcock. <laughs> only Connect, I think. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, for some reason, that piece of trivia was in my mind, yeah. and it's because of you. So congratulations there. We're covering <laughs> the first Batman, which I have watched semi-recently, and Mike has watched very recently. Yeah, like a week ago. So you might have to jog my memory in a couple of things. Honestly, okay, here's what I want to say, say right out the gate. Let's just get this out there. Yeah. This movie is not that good. <laughs> yeah, I I think I agree, and... um. <laughs> This is kind of reminiscent of a lot of what we talked about last month with rock operas. You kind of had to be there at the time for this to hit as hard as it did. We have a thousand Batmans now, and the pace of this is just so slow by contemporary sensibilities. That said, I think at the time, probably it was like a revelation. You know, like it famously had the poster was just the Batman logo and it, you know, it said like coming soon, like no text. Like that's cool. It was just such a huge bet. And Tim Burton was like as big as a director could be at the time, you know, like he's coming off of like his Tim Burton shit. Yeah. So like, I think maybe it is, I think both of these things can be true. It is a classic and it's not very good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, let me let me ask. I think you, Michael uh, Keaton is a very weird Bruce Wayne and Batman. <laughs> yes, he is. He's so weird, dude. And I think weird can be good. Yeah, 
Agreed. But I, I have, I, by the way, I took a ton of notes while I was watching this movie, so we can maybe Great, even go sort of like through it chronologically. But go t- talk about what you think about this movie. Well, first, I just want to say I haven't seen the new Flash movie. I don't really plan on seeing the new Flash movie. Right. It's so weird to me that they chose to bring back Michael Keaton's Batman yeah. for that movie. I know because he is. I've said this before on the show, I think, or maybe it was just in the Twitter thread with us and Michael Delaney, (laughs) but he is like the least effective, least acrobatic, least athletic Batman in all of cinema. Like we never see him do anything that cool. He's just fucking Luke Skywalker. Like he, his, his visage has been around for decades as the first Batman, you know, in terms of like good movies or whatever. And like it, it, It's like the studios and honestly, the audience are just like, we want our movies to have seen other movies. Yes. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) I I really don't understand it. Yeah. It's very strange. Like, I just don't get it because, like, Michael Keaton's Batman is weird. That's for sure. Right. And it's like, and it's cool in a weird way because it's very off kilter. Right. And I can can dig it, but it's just so. I just think it's weird that that audiences are apparently so obsessed with this first Batman because he's not, I don't even, I mean, like, he's better, I'm not going to say Val Kilmer or George Clooney are bad at being Batman, but they're different than Michael Keaton. But I think maybe Christian Bale is the better Batman. I really like Christian Bale as yeah. Batman. I think he plays the phony billionaire really well. Yeah. Because what is there to Batman? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm angry and I fight. So like the, yeah. the acting exercise is playing a person playing a person. Yes. In fact, correct. I love that line in, is it Dark Knight Rises? I think, yeah, when Catwoman's like, um, and who are you Who are you pretending to be? And he's like, billionaire Bruce Wayne. Like Br- mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne says that. Like I, I love that as a sort of like thesis statement of how to play Bruce Wayne. And yeah, definitely. I think Michael Keaton is infinitely interesting and charming. I just yes. like don't really understand the casting as Bruce. You know, like um, he, his Bruce Wayne is also so strange. He wears he wears sweaters and glasses. Yeah, yeah. He looks I, like and jeans and jeans. I wrote um, this is this is when we first kind of see him at like the party at his house or whatever, and he's being sort of like mischievous, like when Vicky Vale like. Yeah, walks up to him and is like, "Which one of the, can you tell me which one of these guys is Bruce Wayne?" And he's like, "I'm not sure." He's sizing her up, you know. And then yeah. later, when he like reveals himself, she's like, "And are you sure about that?" You know, like he's he's being like mysterious, which like I don't think if you are dressing up as a bat at night to fight crime that you should ever act mysterious. <laughs> No, you should act um, weird, you know, like you should act like a billionaire would like a recluse or something. But he I I wrote um, this is such an interesting take on Bruce Wayne. He like knows of journalists work like he says something about like, oh, yeah, you I I really enjoyed your work on like the debacle and Corto Maltese, which I was like, oh, they are making a reference to Frank Miller. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. But like something about. I, I don't know. I guess I guess billionaires are at least like tuned into what's going on in the world largely. Sure. But like it was odd to me that he like knows a journalist by name. Yeah. You know? It is weird. Yeah, it's strange. He, he's a weird Bruce Wayne, but he's like an interesting Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he is interesting for sure. Yeah. It's just oh, a little it's a little weird. Apparently in the new Flash movie he says the like you want to get nuts line. Like, you know, you know like that, that line in this movie where he's like, you want to get yeah. nuts? Let's get nuts. And like, apparently he says that as his same character in this Flash movie. And like, I saw a tweet that was like, so is, are we to believe that he just like says this all the time? He says it all the time. It's like, his catchphrase. What the fuck? <laughs> he was like, you know what? I said this the last, I've said this one other time. Yeah. And the other time I said this, I felt like I was being filmed. Right. And now I'm going to say it. Now that I feel like I'm being filmed again, exactly. I'm going to say it again. So, okay, it starts with really vibey opening credits, which is kind of Star Wars-y. Star Wars famously does not have opening credits, which they, like, got into trouble for, but they have opening sequence. 
And the whole first sequence is like a family leaving a theater trying to get a cab, but it's Mm -hmm. Batman is there to save them. Like it's kind of this like Thomas and Martha Wayne fake out a little bit, like for people watching it who at the time knew the story, I would think, you know, like it, it, it feels like it's gonna be these two people get murdered, but it flips it on its head and it's like, oh, this is now and Batman is saving people. Which I thought was like kind of interesting. Yeah, it's fun. I just wrote Jack. Jack. <laughs> and then I wrote the lieutenant and the reporter. Which one is grosser? <laughs> oh, they the, both suck so much. They both suck so much. Now, here's another How Star that. Wars Is It point right out of the gate. Right out of the gate, I say. We're 15 minutes in. Um, the police lieutenant is Porkins. Oh, really? From the attack on the Death Star. Incredible. And, of course, Harvey Dent is Lando. That's true. That's what you get when you make a movie just a couple years after Return of the Jedi. (laughs) Yeah, we got a direct connection. Dang. So it starts with this, like, crime, and then we see, like, Jack and his guys. He's, like, talking with the police lieutenant. And then we see the fucking reporter guy going into the whatever the Gotham Gazette or whatever it is, and he's uh, talking about following the Batman, and then this guy hands him a drawing, and it's like of a ma- like a bat in like a business suit holding a briefcase, like a Batman. And at the bottom in the corner, it's signed Bob Kane. That's funny. <laughs> like it's his like signature. Bob and- Kane would draw something stupid like that. Fuck Bob Kane. Yeah, totally. And Bill Finger invented Batman and never got credit for it in his life, and that sucks. I I've I- talked about this on the show before. I wrote down like the three lines that that guy says right away in the um in the newspaper office. What a dick is one of them. And then when he sees Vicky Vale reading a newspaper and just sees her legs crossed hanging over his desk, he goes, "Hello legs." <laughs> and then <laughs> when she introduces herself as a photographer, he says, well, if you want uh, if you want me to pose nude, you're going to need a long lens. Yes. And yes, we've talked about this before. We have. <laughs> like that means it's small. It's <laughs> it, 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 you use a long lens to see small things. <laughs> Not or things long that are very things <laughs> or things that are very far away. Yeah. <laughs> if you're close up and it's long, you got to get But he really... he talks like a character someone today would play in an improv show. Like, yeah, you're gonna need a so long much. lens. <laughs> yeah, a long lens. Hello, legs. It's like, what's the point of that character? It's so I, weird that he's in this movie. Is he the main character? For a while, yes. <laughs> this movie's so weird. It's so weird, dude. And then it's weird I wrote, that it's a classic. I don't really like this Gordon. He's one no, of he's those kind of like, two characters who's like the same through the Schumacher you know, the after the baton is yeah, passed, yeah, yeah. passed to Schumacher. Um, I also wrote at this point in my notes, I'm bored and it's 15 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, this movie's a little boring. It's a little, It suffers from the old stuff is boring thing. Yeah. But it's also, are we, wait, have we even gotten to the guy becoming, the, to Jack becoming the Joker yet? No. So I wrote, um, there's sets, there's sparks, there's fog, slime, and gizmos. Love that. That feels really Star Wars. And of course I love slime. And then I wrote, why is it Axis chemicals and not Ace chemicals? I don't know. It's and a weird choice. And that's the sequence that you're talking about. Jack becoming Joker. Yeah, this is kind of funny. This movie is funny because like the, for a long time, and still to this day, kind of. Actually, I'm not sure about recent comics, but like back when I was reading Batman and stuff, there's like always been a mystique around the Joker because it's like, what is his origin? Mm-hmm. What do we and what is true and what is not true? And how how do we know what's real and what's not real with him? Right. And this movie is like, forget all that. Yeah. Here's what happened. It's <laughs> We're just like gonna show Batman you what accidentally dropped him into chemicals. He was a crime guy, and then we also find out that like they each birthed the other. Yes. Like, Jack is who killed Bruce's parents. Yeah. And the way you know is he says the single craziest thing you've ever fucking heard in a movie. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. What is it again? He says, you have a dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. Devil in the pale moonlight. Yes. And, like, one of the two times he says it, he follows it up with something like, I I wrote it down. Let me me find it. Um, Oh, 
he says, you ever dance with... The, so, okay, so, so this is the scene when um, Joker and his gang go to Vicky Vale's to, like, kidnap her, and Bruce Wayne is also there, and we get the classic, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts line. But then mm. Joker says, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? And you see Bruce react kind of like those words are familiar. And then Joker says, I just, I, I don't know what that means. I just like how it sounds. And it's like, what? What? What do you mean? What? You like that's how it's, th- you made it up. Yeah, that's your thing. You can, I, I guess it's very the Joker. It's very chaos. I guess. Very chaotic. But it's like it sounds like it's it's a reference. Yeah. And I it guess it like is a reference. a reference to him. <laughs> right. To himself. You ever dance with me in the pale moonlight? I'm the devil. Yeah, and then so this is like so far through the movie that that happens and Bruce like has this moment of realization. Then we see the whole Batman origin story. Where a different actor playing young Jack Nicholson, who looks just like him, mm-hmm. uh, says that, and young Bruce like hears it when you know as his parents are being killed, and then so like we understand why he w- he reacted that way. But like, first of all, one we would have Jack Nicholson play that character now, and they would de-age him because like right, we yeah. can't use our fucking imaginations anymore. No, but I, the the structure of this movie is very interesting. Yeah, I, to I say like, the least. don't know how they got away with it. Yeah, yeah. It's not very straightforward. Here's what I like about this movie and about all these Batman movies. They don't really care about the audience. Yeah. Like, they're, they're kind of just like, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to explain anything to you. We're not going to, like, we're not going to fucking feed you on a platter. Like, yeah. you have to come to us. Right. Especially the second movie. Gosh, I love the second movie. Yeah, I'm excited like, to rewatch it and talk about it. That'll be at Christmas, probably. <laughs> yes, it is a Christmas movie, so we gotta do it then. But like this one does it too, where it's just like it's stuff like Dance of the Devil in the Pale Moonlight. If 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 we did that today, it would be a reference to something. Right, right. You know, but in this movie, they're like, it's just a weird thing that he says. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. And it's like, uh okay, <laughs> okay. It's I guess like you that's know just what a weird it thing is? that he says. I wonder if they were inspired by this. In 2003, I want to say, the the Italian job, where oh, yeah. early in the movie, Donald Sutherland says, no, I trust everybody. It's the devil inside them I don't trust. And yes. then later in the movie, when his daughter says it, and she's supposed to be undercover, and Edward Norton's like, I, I had a, a friend who said that once. Mm-hmm. And he, like, figures out it's her or whatever. Like, what is this repeat a line with the devil in it to trigger someone's (laughs) memory. (laughs) Yeah, this is almost too specific. How the Italian job is it? (laughs) Turns out Batman and the Italian job share some DNA and it's the devil. Yeah. Weird. That is interesting. That's wild. I also wrote down who's the protagonist in this movie. The Joker. that makes as much sense as anything. Yeah, it makes as much sense as it being Batman. We don't even meet Batman really for so long. Yeah. I also okay, so when when he has Vicky over for dinner and they have the like single shot of her eating and then the single shot of him eating and then back to her and she's like, "Could you pass the salt?" and it cuts back to him and he goes, "I'm sorry." And then it zooms out and we see they're like on opposite ends of like a really long dinner table. I was like, okay, this is cute. That's like a funny joke or whatever. But then it kept, they kept eating at that distance until he like came over and basically was like, you want to get out of here? And I was like, no, I, I like him. He is charming and cute. And like, I would sleep with him as Vicky Vale. But like, he's not supposed to be like an everyman. No. Like, he's not supposed to be, like, approachable and charming. (laughs) No, he's not. He's supposed to be a playboy, and he's not a playboy in this at all. Yeah. Or he doesn't feel like one. Like, Vicky at one point says in that scene, you know, this place doesn't seem like you at all. And I'm like, no, that's the problem. He doesn't seem like him. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Honestly, here's, okay. His Batman is good? In that it's weird. Uh-huh. And I kind of believe his Batman. His his 
his Bruce Wayne is just so strange. Yeah. Because he doesn't fit the characterization of any other Bruce Waynes that we've had. Right. Or that we will have eventually. And so watching it now, he feels wrong in the part. Yeah. Because you're right. Like, he should be this, like, playboy billionaire, like, off-putting, maybe kind of sleazy, like, seemingly, like, because he's playing this part. But in this, it does seem like he's not playing a part when he's Bruce Wayne. Right, right. Like, that's what feels off about Like, it. that he sort of likes to be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whereas I, when we're... And maybe it's whole, just that, like, the stink of the Dark Knight is, like, biasing my understanding of what Bruce Wayne should be. You know, like, yeah. Edward... Edward Cullen. Robert Pattinson played him like emo uh, inheritance child. You know, like, yeah. not, not um, gregarious or... Like, he, he he didn't have anybody. No. Like, but the Bruce Wayne who has to, like, talk to people who aren't Alfred, like, it's weird when he's someone you'd want to get a beer with. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that way. It yeah. feels weird that way. And that's, that is the Michael Keaton Bruce Wayne. It just seems like a nice, regular guy that wears sweaters and jeans and glasses. Yeah. Instead of suits. And then, and then you get, like... Val Kilmer comes along and he's much more like stuffy and uh-huh. like fancy guy. Yeah, yeah. And same with like George Clooney. That, like with, for, with those two, it was like they were just like, who's the handsomest guy we can find? Right. We want the handsomest Bruce Wayne we can find. I, I went back and, and uh, re-listened to the Blank Check episode on this movie and Griffin made a joke about um, uh, Burton going like, okay, I just finished Beetlejuice. I had this really, really cool, handsome guy. He's he's serious when he needs to be serious, but funny when he needs to be funny. He's really versatile. I think he'd be a great Bruce Wayne. And that the studio was like, awesome. We love Alec Baldwin as well. And he's like, no, yeah. I'm talking about Michael fucking Keaton. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> that is probably the exact conversation that went down. Yeah, totally. Um, then I wrote... Jack is pretty compelling, although as essentially a Joker origin story, it doesn't really explain why he's the Joker. No. Like, he he does do Jokery shit and, like, laughs and, like, tells jokes or whatever, but, like, and not that we necessarily need them to reveal the origin story, but they went the route of origin story. Yes. So... It's hard because, like, once again, you've got the Dark Knight, which whether or not it does the Joker better is kind of, like, up to your taste. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, what kind of Joker you prefer in the comics. Because the thing about the Joker in the comics is that he can be a lot of different things. And there literally was a time in the comics when they, like, had this real, like, this big reveal that the Joker was actually three different people all along. Oh. And so there's been, like, three different versions of the Joker. And there's, like, the classic Jack Nicholson-style Joker the Heath Ledger kind of chaos Joker, and then, like, the fucking serial killer, like, evil Joker. Yeah, interesting. You know, and and so, like, there's a lot of different kinds of Jokers. And then, but in but in The Dark Knight, he's got a very clear, like, thesis statement. Right. You know, which is, like, chaos. Right. Where, where, where like, you, you don't know his origin, but you do know that this guy, that you, you do know what he cares about. Yeah. Which is essentially causing chaos. Right. And he has, like, a very specific crazy plan right that has to have a lot of steps that have to go perfectly in order to cause the chaos (laughs) that he wants to cause so like whether or not he's actually chaotic is another thing but they they really work hard to make you believe that this guy is just chaos incarnate yeah in this version of the joker we don't necessarily get a thesis statement right he's just a gangster that becomes crazy yeah and it doesn't work that that origin doesn't work for me as well right Although I do like, I, I don't think it is the end-all be-all version, but I do sort of like it when the Joker's skin and hair are because of his chemical alteration. Sure. Like, yeah. like when he puts on makeup, it's to try to pass as like a regular person, but his skin is like bleached white and his hair is dyed green. Like, yeah, I think that that's kind of fun. fun. <laughs> it is kind of fun. It, that, that works for me, honestly. It's a little comic booky. It is comic booky. It feels very comic booky. But yeah, he doesn't have the thesis around him that like the Heath Ledger Joker has. Right. Whereas, and then I wonder if whenever they had 
well, I guess they'd already cast Christian Bale, but I'm sure like whenever Christopher Nolan was like, all right, we've got this great, handsome guy. He's funny when he needs to be funny. Yeah, he's yeah. Serious when he needs to be serious. And they're like, we already cast Batman. And he's like, no, he's going to be the Joker. And yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking what? about? <laughs> yeah. Possibly Honestly, like the most Jack- handsome guy in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, truly. Also, also, like, man, Jack Nicholson was in How How Tommy Is It? Because he played the um, Doctor Quack, doctor, or one of the doctor, one of the doctor characters yeah. in Tommy, and like speak sings it, and is like very like suave in it. And I always forget that like Jack Nicholson was like a hottie back in the day. Yeah. And then like very quickly became like a character reactor right. as opposed to just like a leading man. Right. But like, oh, but, but, but he is like a leading man. I don't know. Cause he's both. He's both. He's right. played both throughout his career, but he's just like, has such a specific look, but I'm like, he was such a stud back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And so honestly, kind of weird casting for him as the Joker, I guess not really. Cause he'd already done the fucking shining. So like you can. Yeah, right. You can believe him as a crazy as a person. madman. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I also Okay, so then he kind of has a plan and it involves putting Joker chemicals into like hair and makeup products. Yes. And I <laughs> I think the like sort of visual gag of like the newscasters getting like sweatier and dirtier looking as days go on and they're because they can't trust any hair and makeup products like i think that's a funny visual gag and then when i thought about it for one second i was like wait they didn't already have a bunch of shit in at their house in their dressing room and at their house yeah (laughs) just don't go get any new stuff (laughs) right don't get any new ones you can use the everyone already has a big bottle of shampoo in their frit in their fridge (laughs) what why did I say fridge? Because you like that cold, cold shampoo. I love, it to be, I love my head to be cold. Yeah. But then, oh, man. so that's one part of the Joker's plan. And then also something about Vicky and uh, Bruce Wayne and um, the art museum. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's sort of like a Mission Impossible movie where you just kind of have to watch and like not worry about the story. Yeah. They paint over all those classic paintings in that classic museum that museum is like a small gallery <laughs> yeah very small really weird and is that whenever prince plays yeah prince plays there and prince plays in the um the big parade at the end too yeah which crazy. then there's that too there's like the giant clown balloon full of joker gas and i, yep. I can't even remember and i just watched it and i took notes but like why did he want to kill people i don't know oh here's another thing i wrote down that i thought was really funny batman when he's saving vicky vale and needs to like use his grappling cable grabs her and then looks at her and goes how much do you weigh before shooting the cable as if to think like this cable is only rated for however much weight yeah but like well first of all she says 108 which like but you're but you're an adult <laughs> yeah a grown a grown woman yeah and then uh but also like i don't know bruce estimate 150 to 200 pounds how much do, is the cable rated for if it's close yeah, 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 yeah. maybe this isn't the solution <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. don't you have like 500 pound rated airline cable like air, aircraft cable what are you doing yeah. shooting like a rope that can only hold exactly your weight <laughs> yeah bruce how much do you weigh yeah um and Jeez then Louise. and then like he gets her to safety eventually and then says something to the tune of like like uh like 108 like wow what the fuck is this yeah, you made Bruce it. Bruce can You're be a misogynist, ca- but not Batman. <laughs> yeah, Batman is bigger than that. <laughs> or he should be, at least. Yeah. That's so goofy. I thought that was what really a, weird. And then I also wrote down, like, hairspray and lipstick, and a lot of the, like, Joker plan seems hinged around personal care, personal hygiene, and cosmetic products. So I was like, is the Joker targeting women? Yeah, it kind of feels like it, doesn't it? And then I was like, are just movies from the 80s targeting women? <laughs> like, yeah. probably, yes to all of these things. Yeah, you're not wrong. Joker has a boombox guy. 
Yes, he does. That he always travels with, I thought was funny. In Vicky's apartment, it looks out, out onto the city and like it's very clearly like a matte painting because when like the camera tracks, like the buildings don't like the buildings like stay put. <laughs> yeah. Harvey Dent always wears a red flower, I thought was interesting. I said it's kind of cool that they're each responsible for making the other the like Joker yeah. Batman thing. I don't know that I care that much, but um Oh <laughs> this was a thought I had that is like kind of true forever in Batman. Why was the Wayne family walking through th- th- this is the richest family on the planet walking through a street called Crime Alley <laughs> yeah. after dark. <laughs> Why were they going to see a movie at all? Were there other movie theaters in like parts of town that weren't called Crime Alley? <laughs> now here's my here's my writer brain trying to make up excuses for it where uh-huh. it's like they have to act like they they are part of the city. They sure. have to put on appearances. Right. To make it seem like they are not the upper echelon even though they are. Yeah. So, like, that would be what I would say, but there's not really a good excuse for it. No. It's very silly. I also said I love the Joker costume. I think it's, yeah, it's great. top notch. It's and a great look. Like, the, the makeup, the costume is a great look. Yeah, yeah. Also, when he flies his big bat plane down to the street and the Joker has the really long revolver, you know, like the super long barrel and he shoots at him, I was like, is this... The street face-off in the Dark Knight? Were they, like, yes. referencing this? I think it's it, it rhymes at the very least. It, yeah, it's like poetry. So that might be Star Wars points. Yeah, there you go. I wrote very vertigo church stairs, and now I can't remember what the fuck I'm talking about there. Like vertigo, the movie vertigo? Yeah, do they go up inside of, like, a church tower at the end? Yeah, it's, like, in front of a cathedral. Yeah. <laughs> the Joker says he puts on glasses and goes, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? That was funny. Yeah, that is funny. Really good. And then the last two notes I have are, I kind of like the Vicky Vale, Bruce Wayne dynamic in this. Like yeah. he lets her in at the end. Like she knows he's Batman and stuff. Um, and then I also wrote a crisp, precise searchlight with an immaculate logo. <laughs> yeah. The bat signal is like, there's no like, like diffusion. It's like no, a perfect it's like Microsoft, <laughs> Microsoft paint level, just a graphic, like right there. Yeah. It's perfect. Anyway, that's the whole movie. Those were my notes. Sorry, I just like jabbered. No, here's what I want to ask you. Do you think Rotten Tomatoes, what, what do you think the audience score is? And then what do you think the critics score Great is? Great question. I bet you they're both on the higher end. I bet they're both above 80. Okay. That's a good guess. 80, audience. 89 audience and 84 critic. That's my guess. You are so close. 84 audience, 75 for ah, critics. Okay. And then in general, I didn't know this until just now, but in general, critics liked this, like me, like Batman Returns, more yeah i'm really excited to watch that because i don't remember audiences audiences liked it less right because (laughs) which i am a critic pure uncut tim burton being a little fucking wacky freak (laughs) and you got danny devito and christopher walken it's just so good yeah anyway i just wanted to ask you that right before we go to the break so let's uh jump in the break and then come back and play a game yeah yeah all right here we go ready Do you smell that? It's Bullshit Alert, the podcast where we lie, cheat, steal, and sometimes, yes, sometimes, it's the truth. Think you can sniff it out? Join Stephen Carter, Danny Marshall, and Lily Moss each week where we invite new guests, new stories, and of course, new bullshit. Find Bullshit Alert on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. And we're bat dance. And we're bat dance. Uh, welcome bat to the show. Welcome bat to um, the show. Should we? Oh, oh. You know what else we have to do during bat month? Oh, what's that? Probably a bat. We should do a bat like the improv oh, form. Turn off the lights and do sound yeah, improv. Two, ready, two person, uh-huh. two person bat. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> okay. Scene. <laughs> hey. That's my that's my initiation for improv scene. Just saying, hey. hey. <laughs> we we should at some point do like a Hasui Batman ranking, not like how Star Wars is it, but like what is 
what are our collective rankings of the Batman movies? Like like the as we think are the good. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that's our game for the episode at the end of this month. And then we'll just keep mm. maintaining it as we go week. Like we did for the Mission Impossible yeah, movies. Yeah. Which, by the way, the new one is out and you have not seen it yet? I haven't seen it okay. yet, no. I'm seeing Barbie see tomorrow. Very good. I am that's worth. not seeing anything until next week, but I will see several things next week, hopefully. I'm excited to talk about Mission Impossible. Me too. It's silly. <laughs> they gotta get the codes. They really gotta get the codes. <laughs> like, it is just... Allie saw it before me and she texted me, my sister, listeners, um... She texted me like, have you seen Mission Impossible yet? And I was like, no. And she was like, the dialogue may as well just be like, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 codes. Anyway, our game, after our commercial break here, we like to play a game. Uh, this week, it is another edition of the BBC's Only Connect. Yay. And in, uh, in this game, uh, I will give Josiah four seemingly random and unrelated clues, and he has to tell me how those four things are, in fact, actually related. There will be three of those, and then there will be another three that follow a similar logic, but instead of telling me how they're related, he has to guess what comes fourth in the sequence of four. Yes. And, as always, every clue is hidden under an Egyptian hieroglyph. However... As a special Batman bonus this week, the Egyptian hieroglyphs have been changed to oh. Batman versions. So oh. instead of two reeds, it's two faces. Great. Instead of lion, it's the lion, which is a villain from Batman and DC from like a hundred years ago. <laughs> okay. Um, instead of twisted flax, it's twisted vines of poison ivy poison ivy yeah 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 <laughs> instead of the horned viper it is the horned copperhead which is also a dc batman villain that's just like a guy who's a snake <laughs> great love that um instead of water it's uh, ice <laughs> <laughs> and instead of the eye of horus it's the smile of joker <laughs> great love it okay i'll take the smile of joker first all right the smile of joker your first clue is Neil Hamilton. All right, I don't know. So next clue, Pat Hingle. That sounds familiar. Next clue, Jeffrey Wright. Oh, people who have played Commissioner Gordon. That is correct. Yeah. You want to guess who the fourth one would be? Gary Oldman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Neil Hamilton played him in like the 1966 show and movie. And Pat Hingle is this guy. That's why it sounded familiar, because I yeah. just saw his name. Yeah, right. All right. Please select another Batman Egyptian hieroglyphic. I'll go with the Twisted Vines of <laughs> okay. Poison Ivy. Twisted Vines. The first clue is Scandalous. Oh. Okay, next clue. Trust. <laughs> next clue. Party Man. I have no idea. <laughs> the final clue is Bat Dance. Oh, Prince songs? <laughs> yeah, Prince songs from the Prince album, Batman the Movie, Songs by Prince. <laughs> wow, really? That's what amazing. He wrote a whole album. That's incredible. Like, only a couple are in the movie. Right, he did the whole album, dang. Party Man is what his goons play while they're all wrecking the art gallery, and Trust is during the, the parade. It's like, right. Trust, and Jack's just like, He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like moving to no particular rhythm. <laughs> no, but that's how the song is. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Another hieroglyph for the final in the connecting round. Ice. <laughs> Ice. <laughs> okay. The first clue is Michael Keaton. People who play Batman. Uh, no. Next. Michelle Pfeiffer. People in Batman return. No. Next. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, this is hard. Um, I don't know. Next. Christian Bale. This is so mean. They're all people who have played comic book characters. 
People who have played multiple comic book characters. Yes, and one more specific piece of information. Marvel and DC. No, that almost was the way I went, and I uh, couldn't swing it. Oh, that's not Michael B. Jordan. It. it is... They all play a hero and a villain. Oh. And three out of four, that is uh, Marvel DC. And I was like, fuck, I wish I could get a fourth that isn't like Ryan Reynolds. Like Deadpool's not really a hero, but he's also not the villain. A villain, yeah. uh, And then there were some other ones where it's like, oh, it's like a guy who knows the villain or... Right, uh, a person who is friends with the hero. Michelle Pfeiffer is the only sort of egg pan in that group, but Michael Keaton played Batman and the uh, Vulture. The Vulture. Michelle Pfeiffer was Catwoman and Van Dyne, Hope, Hope Van Dyne's mom. Oh, right. Um, Pim's, Pim's wife. What's her name? I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, Janet Van Dyne. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is Killmonger and um, Human Torch. Mm-hmm. And Christian Bale is Batman and the God. What's what's that character from the, the God movie? Butcher Thor movie? Yeah, Timbers. I wanted it to be hero and villain and across the two companies. That's a really good one. That I, was a really I, good clues. There, there was there was only like maybe one or two examples where I could have made that work, but it was um like I said, they weren't capital H heroes or whatever. Right. That was really good. Uh, okay, the three remaining um. Hieroglyphs now in the sequence round are two faces, the lion, and the horned copperhead. <laughs> I'll take the lion. Okay. <laughs> so you are going to have to tell me what the fourth one in the sequence is. Right. The first clue is one, colon. Okay, next. Two, colon, returns. Next. Three, colon, forever. Four colon and Robin. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, and I called that the Guff Hingle verse because ah. those are the two actors who are in all four. I suppose I could have ones. just called it the Burton Schumacher verse, but right, that was like funnier that to me. Yeah, Guff Hingle. Two more. The Copperhead. Okay, Stephanie Brown. Next. Tim Drake. Next. Jason Todd. Uh, not Damian Wayne, but Dick Grayson. That's correct. Yeah. The it's, Robins. I, I Googled like Robins in order, and I was surprised to know that there was a Stephanie Brown. I was yeah. thinking about like order of release, but then also it was like in order of canon and. Yeah. Uh, it got murky, but uh, those were I, 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 and I, V, Roman yeah. numerals one through four backwards. That makes sense. <laughs> and now for my favorite one of this, this instance of the game. Wait, what, what's my last Roman numeral? I forgot. Two faces. <laughs> Two faces. All right. You have to, again, guess the fourth one in the sequence. The first word is the. <laughs> Next. Mark. Next. Of. And I have to say the last one. Uh-huh. Kane. No. Oh, that's like a different thing. Um, I will also say it's not always this, but it has to do with why the Wayne family was out at Crime Alley. <laughs> Z- Zorro. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. seeing the mark of Zorro. <laughs> I thought it was the mask of Zorro. I guess the mark is interesting, huh? So that That's was... I said the mark of Kane. I said the mark of Kane because that was a play I saw about Bob Kane and Bill Finger. Oh. Which is a play on words of the mark of Kane about the from the Bible. Yeah. And the mark of Zorro. And the mark of Zorro. That was Batman only connect. Yay, I love it. So I rattled off the plot in all of my boring notes, but I never really I touched on some Star Wars things. Literally there are actors in common. Right. Slime and sets. Yeah, Slime and Sets. Music by Prince. Music or by wait, Prince. Oh, wait, no, that's not in Star Wars. Oh, you know, we didn't say Danny Elfman. Who is not involved with Star Wars, but is often no, but we, the... Yeah. He, we, we have referred to him before as the poor man's John Williams. <laughs> yeah, right. By Which the is way, funny, because he's not a poor man at all. No, he's a very rich man. He's great at what he does. I can't remember if I've said this here on this show or not, but did you know, or have I said that... John Williams' son is who composed 
the original song being performed by the Max Rebo band in Return of the Jedi, but it got changed to the one from the special edition. No. And that that guy, John Williams' son, is the frontman for the band Toto. Like, Africa and Rosanna and Hold the Line, Toto, from the 80s. That's crazy. <laughs> like, huh? That is wild. Talk about a Nepo baby. Yeah. A Toto baby. Dang. A Toto baby. <laughs> Nepo Toto. That's wild. Dang. Uh, what's, what else? What else? What else? He has a kind of Han Solo-iness to him. This, this sort of charismatic Bruce Wayne character. Okay. Yes. Yes. Here's what I'm struggling with. Batman itself uh-huh. is a franchise. Similar to how Star Wars is a franchise. They are both huge franchises. Now, this right. is a, but a single movie about the titular character of a franchise. I don't think you could put Star right. Wars on but the, it's all also, over to it and your make point, people think singular, that it's a Star Wars movie it's because one it's entry. too specifically Batman. If, if this were how Batman is it, this wouldn't get a 10 out of 10 because it's not the whole Batman Bat- chili. No. So huge. Right. It's not the whole Batman You know, here's the here's point. It was a gritty reboot. The first, if you may be so bold, um, after what was yeah. commonly understood as a bunch of silly fuck around colorful mess for children. And while yes. it was not returning to a groundedness after a brief foray into the wacky, it, it, it is still sort of like the J.J. overcorrect after the prequels kind of thing. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. It's got... I mean, I said Danny Elfman. It's got bangers. It's got almost only men. Yes. There's one woman. Yeah. And she is sexualized. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. By... Hello, ladies. By the main character, the journalist. <laughs> so annoying. The main character. I don't know. The, the bad guy, villains in Star Wars tend to want power. Mm-hmm. And they have a pretty like clear-cut methodology to attempt to grab power. And I don't know that the joker is like clear enough he, he's clearly the bad guy yeah. like he's very mean but we don't really know and crazy yeah we don't really know why he's doing what he's doing like why is he putting on he burns a guy to death with a joy buzzer mm-hmm. turns him into a friggin skelly yeah scary which is like force lightning that's like force lightning yes <laughs> um well oh um most of the effects are practical, but there are some like digital effects that do reek of like eighties capabilities. And one of them is when the car, the Batmobile goes into like um, lockdown mode. There's like crazy little like shutters, closing yes. animations that look awesome. That is really cool. <laughs> I remember that. That is really cool. Very star Warsy. It's like the, the doors in star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. The like blast doors. It is slow, yeah. which you could say about the original Star Wars, but the original Star Wars is also like clean and simple, and this is not really. No. I think for every uh, point it gets, there's a point that takes away. Because yeah. it does have it does have direct actors in it, which is like a big deal, but then like but then yeah, it's too it's too it's too complex and weird. It's not straightforward yeah. enough, you know? So it's like everything that gives it a point, there's something that takes a point away. Right. I say let's give it a rating. Good and evil, child's parents are murdered. Very st- I think it's, you're right that for every point it gets, it gets a point taken away, but that would mean a zero, and I certainly don't think it's no, a zero. No, no, no. <laughs> There's like four points. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, or maybe three. I'm not giving away my score yet. Or two, could be two. <laughs> yeah, let's pick our unit of measure. Mine's gotta be fucking... People with plastered on Joker smiles. Uh, it's really scary. The plastered on smile. Mine is going to be ruined, priceless artworks. Mm-hmm. 
You know what else? We never even said this. I think this Batman costume is maybe the best it's ever been. It looks really great. The only issue with it, and it's funny because Morgan Freeman's character in The Dark Knight basically yeah. says this. You want to be able to turn your head. Yeah. And also he doesn't have <laughs> like, shoulders. No, I goes, know. He like The way he moves is so crazy because like he's just like locked in. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think this gets like... It's like approaching but not yet becoming four out of ten yes priceless artworks ruined by joker paint that's right where i'm at too it's like a three or four 3.9 repeating yeah i like that i like 3.9 repeating that's what i'm gonna give it to yeah it's not quite a four not well and 0.9 repeating is one unless it's not right you know how exciting how Exciting. That's a math TikTok reference for everybody who doesn't know. Are you watching math? Watching math? Well, there we go. It's it's three point nine 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 nine. All right, let's wrap up here and continue the month of Batman for the rest of the month. August. Yeah, and we swear, listeners, we'll start doing other things eventually. Yeah, we'll get back to <laughs> weird random crap eventually, but we got just a lot of yeah. stuff in the tank right now. Yeah. We'll we'll cover uh mission impossible we'll probably do barbie mm-hmm. and then we'll do like popcorn or something and maybe we'll do one or two of these topics over on our patreon Ooh. uh to to get you you little weirdos to come over there and listen to that Wait, don't tell me the patreon <laughs> yet because i have to do this part first no, I won't. Do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars is it on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. You can email us at a good podcast at gmail.com because that's what this is. Now tell them about the Patreon. That's right. And we also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash How Star Wars is it where we do a weekly bonus episode. This week we talk about, um, I want to say, pickles. Yep. <laughs> um, and a great business idea I have. Yes, that too. And we do that kind of thing every week. And we also have other things on there. We have video. We have long-form film commentaries. And we've done improv uh, sessions. I don't know what you would call it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And all of that's over there, available on patreon.com slash howstarwarsisit for $5 a month. I also, I think by this point, Empire Strips Back has come and gone. Yeah. But if not, and and there's still time, we've been trying to get more patrons, and our stretch goal has been, if we get five more, we will go and see the Star Wars-themed burlesque show, The Empire Strips Back, and we'll go together. (laughs) But I think that's maybe already happened. Yeah, I think it probably has. But maybe we already went. Who knows? Oh, and hey, it's August now, so if you're in Chicago... Come and check out Anarchy, the Improvised Rock Opera. Josiah and I are both in that, and it is at the I.O. Theater starting in the middle of August. Yeah, come check it out. And that's everything. So, Sandwiches of Star Wars, it's about time for every bye-bye. Like we always say, we, we love, love you. you. And, and may, may the, the fourth, fourth be with, be with you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.